Welcome into the Future Sox podcast. I'm Elijah Evans, and I am here with another special edition interview podcast today. I've got Jordan Leisure, a relief pitcher for the White Sox, who was acquired this past trade deadline by the White Sox, um, who kind of finished out his season in Charlotte and is now at the Arizona Fall League working through um, getting you know more innings under his belt and getting ready for 2024. How you doing, Jordan? Good. Good to see you. How are you? Good, man. Appreciate you coming on. We'll uh, we'll get into the pitching soon because we got a lot to talk about on that side. But we'll start with kind of, you know, this this transition. It's been a, a crazy year for you, of course. Obviously, you don't ne- ever necessarily expect to get traded. Um, how was the trade this summer and just kind of adjusting to the White Sox organization once you came over from the Dodgers? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, like you said, never really expect to be a part of something like that. But with that being said, it's also in the back of your mind when all that is happening. Um, so it was kind of like... As everything's going on, I was kind of watching it and not really expecting my name to pop up, but also like looking for it. And uh, so whenever it did happen, it was kind of uh, a little surreal. Um, I was blown away for sure. It didn't feel real for quite a while, but everything happened so quick. I was in, I was with the Charlotte Knights the next day after getting yeah. traded, whole new org, whole new team, new teammates, everything. So it was really crazy, but uh, kind of a cool experience to be a part of. Yeah, it's definitely a unique situation. It's not something you can really expect in your career at any point, honestly. Um, yeah. Going going back even further, you know, I always like to talk to people a little bit about, you know, what really got you to where you are today. Is there anything throughout your childhood or growing up that really, you know, pushed you into being a professional baseball player as you are today? I mean, I kind of just started playing when I was eight. Um, I didn't start with T-ball. just started when I was eight years old. And it was kind of one of those things where, like, my mom and my grandpa just kept, like um, – I wanted to keep going, so they kept supporting me. And so as I got older, got into high school, got into college, like whatever I needed, they supported me going to all my games and stuff. Um, so honestly, just having their support growing up, keep playing, um, that was honestly the biggest thing for me. And uh, without them, I don't think I'd still be here. But my work ethic, um, just keep playing, keep working, wanting to be the best at every level I've been at, I think that's been the main difference for me. Yeah, that's really cool. And then, you know, going to a school, once you had kind of gotten to the point where you were finishing high school and you're looking towards college, going to a school that wasn't necessarily, you know, one of the power power schools, right, where, you know, a lot of guys come out, of, you go into college and you kind of are already planning to be professional. What were some of the steps you had to take, you know, at the college level to really give yourself a chance to become drafted and become a professional um, within the MLB eventually? Yeah, so I think, honestly, going to University of Tampa, like not a big D1 school, but it's a really good program. Um, that kind of from the start I went there as a freshman and uh just kind of taught me how to be like a winner like I had to work as soon as I got there to like get playing time being one of the few freshmen um and so that kind of just like instilled in me like if this is something you want to do you got to work for it and you got to outwork everyone around you so um just kind of being in school there with my coaches there I immediately got to work and I was like okay I got to get a lot better if I want to get to the next level like you know, it kind of, it's like a reality check um, getting into that program. And so, especially with how like young and how small I was. Um, and so being there, I realized like I got to get stronger. I got to get bigger. I got to throw harder. <laughs> and so I think being in college during COVID, that kind of break during the COVID season gave me the time I needed to like put in the work to get stronger and really like do what I needed to do to like throw harder. And so taking that time, during that season to just get bigger, throw harder, 
um, come back in 2021, ready to go. I think that propelled me to be where I need to be to be in a draft. Right. It's interesting that you say that because I've, I've talked to other people who have also cited that kind of COVID year as a time where it actually was used for growth, um, honestly, compared to even though it was a, a tricky time, it was kind of that opportunity yeah. to really grow during that that weird period of time. Um, you know, looking into what well, we'll get to right now, because you're, so you're at the Arizona Fall League for, for those listeners mm-hmm. that don't know, obviously, when this comes out, you'll have a few more games under your belt lately. But at this point, you've pitched in five games, one um, eight ERA, it's been great eight strikeouts throughout your five innings pitched. Um, it's been really exciting to see so far. How is everything there? How is, you know, working with some of the, the other teammates within the White Sox organization that you're playing with uh, at Glendale? Yeah, uh, it's been pretty cool. Um, it's definitely a, a cool experience to be able to play with guys and from all different orgs, um, playing with guys I've played against in the minors, um, and then obviously meeting some of my new White Sox teammates and getting to know them. Um, it's been pretty cool. But, yeah, it's been good. I've had the pitching coach here is the pitching coach I had in high with the Dodgers, so I already had a relationship with him. So that's been really good to work with him again. Um yeah, I just work in. I've been thrown with uh, Frazier Ellard pretty much every day. He was with in Double with the White Sox, getting to know him, and um, you know, we kind of just bounce ideas off each other. You know, I help him out as much as I can. He helps me out with some stuff, so it's been pretty cool. We'll get into specific pitches and some mechanical things next. Could you give people a little bit of an idea of just what you think your pitching style is and kind of how you approach pitching from a from a game plan side of things? Yeah. So ever since I got drafted and started throwing a little bit harder. I kind of been a guy to just come in and um, just try, try to blow doors, I guess. You could say. Yeah. Uh, I have a pretty good fastball. Um, I tend to use my fastball a lot more than I probably should, but <laughs> I throw it a lot. The other teams know I'm going to throw it a lot. Um, but yeah, so I, I, up to this point, I've been a fastball slider guy. Um, the slider plays off my fastball. I try to work the fastball up in the zone, try to get as many swing and misses as I can. Um, my thought process is I'm going to try to make them put the ball in play early in the count, get to two strikes. And I'm, if I get to two strikes and I'm trying to strike them out, that's, you know, that's what I'm trying to do. Um, so it's just a, a race to two strikes. And then if I get there, like usually like you probably can't tell, but in the game, if I get to two strikes and they put it in play, even if it's an out, I'm kind of like, I'm a little right. pissed. <laughs> like, yeah. like I didn't do my job, but yeah. And then since I've been here, I've been working on a curveball too to play off the fastball up in the zone a little bit better. Um, and so that's been coming around really well, but I think getting more comfortable with that, I think that's going to get a lot of swing and misses as well. Yeah. I was, I was just going to ask you about the curveball. Actually, that was my next question yeah. because I, I saw a <laughs> clip from a, either two nights ago or three nights ago, maybe of one of your relief appearances where you had a, a really pretty curveball. Um, one of the better ones I've seen, I know it's a pitch you haven't necessarily lied on in the past. When did you start working on that pitch and how do you feel it's come along since then? And specifically in Arizona, is it, you know, are you yeah. getting the opportunity to really continue to work on that curveball? Yeah. So that's kind of the main reason I'm here, I think is yeah. the, the White Sox want me to keep throwing that and get a lot more comfortable with it. But I started working on it um, pretty much a couple weeks after I traded over when I was in Charlotte, um, our pitching coordinator with the White Sox said, uh, you know, he wanted me to have a third pitch and he thought a curveball would be the best option for me, the way that I can spin my fastball and the way my fastball plays up in the zone, having the curveball tunnel off of that. So like probably about two weeks after I got traded over, started working on that in Charlotte with uh, our pitching coach there, trying to throw it off the mound, get comfortable with it. And um, I actually got to throw it a couple times 
games in Charlotte. Um, not too many, but I got to try it out. And it got to a point where I felt really good with it, but it was just getting to a spot where I felt comfortable throwing it in certain counts, knowing when to throw it. And so that's kind of what I'm doing here is uh, trying to find opportunities to throw it more and learn when the right time to throw it is, learn the feel of if I want it down in the zone where I need to start it and where my release plan is. So, yeah, it's been a, a cool process. I haven't had to learn a new pitch in a, a little while, so it's, <laughs> it's kind yeah. of fun. But, yeah, I think it's it's come a long way already, um, and I think it will be ready to go in spring training. That's really exciting to hear, and it's, it's a cool thing to work on that. I mean, like you said, you've been kind of fastball slider for a while, so adding another thing is a, yeah. is a new element to your pitching. Do you find yourself, just building on that a little bit, do you have different situations where you kind of prefer the curveball versus slider? Because you are fastball heavy, like you mentioned, but is there kind of specific mm. spots where you're figuring out when you prefer the slider versus the curveball? Yeah, um, it's hard. That's kind of the hard part of that. Yeah. Um, learning this new pitch is because, for so long, I've been fastball slider, so like I want to rely on my fastball slider. Um, but that's you know kind of what I'm learning to do here is uh, find those spots where the curveball is better. And I found that it you know it plays a little bit better to lefties because in the past lefties have been able to um, do damage against me. And so being able to have that third option to lefties specifically, um, I think it plays really well. But um, I mean, it just you know, pitching is all about timing, changing the eye levels, yeah. all that stuff. So I found that, like, it usually plays really well after fastball up in the zone, um, you know, because they see that fastball up. And then if I can drop a curveball in for a strike, usually it will freeze them, especially since it's a new pitch. Not a lot of guys are going yeah. up there looking for that off of me. Um, so kind of just, like, finding the time where I can just drop one in for a strike and freeze the hitter. Or even if I think they're in like in a swing mode where they're hunting the fastball and I can start it in zone and then ends out of zone, they're, you know, swinging over the top of it. That's exactly what it looked like the other day um, from a clip that I had seen of you in Arizona. Um, going into your mechanics a little bit, do you, you have an interesting release point compared to some different guys. Do you feel like your kind of your extension and your release point, I was watching some clips. Do you think that kind of helps add some spin rate or how does the, how does the way you kind of your arm action work kind of affect your, your fastball, especially because yeah. I mean, fastball has got the velo, but it's also got some ride on it in addition to those awesome mm -hmm. pitches. Yeah, um, so I never really knew much about, like, the pitching stuff until I got in with the Dodgers and um, learned a lot about that with them. But, yeah, I had no idea I had good extension, um, and that was kind of <laughs> one of the things I learned. But, yeah, um, I think it it probably helps spin the ball a little bit better, but also it it makes the hitter look like the ball is, like, coming, like, a lot closer than what it is. Yeah. Like, the, I think it, you know, makes a little bit of an uncomfortable uh, – arm slot for them um making it look like it's so close already but yeah being able to like get that extension i think you know obviously it shortens the time they have to react to the ball um and it just it makes it seem like it's you know coming in a lot faster than it is even though you know, i already throw pretty hard but um yeah i don't know i don't know where it came from it's not really something i ever worked on i think it's just yeah. kind of one of those natural things with my delivery but yeah it definitely helps out a lot <laughs> yeah it seems that way for sure off the field taking it away from the baseball side of things what are some things that you kind of do to keep yourself you know balanced and other things you enjoy in your life aside from obviously baseball being a huge part of your life and honest i i love anything outdoors i love spending time outdoors um unless i was just outside playing a game but 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, being in Arizona, there's a lot of uh, places to go, like hiking and stuff, and watch the sunsets. And I I love doing that kind of stuff. Um, when I'm home, you know, I like to go like fish or you know hang out with my friends. I love hanging out with my friends here. Um, and being back in Arizona, it's good to see some of my friends I was really close with with the Dodgers and be able to hang out with them again. Um, so yeah, I, I but most of the time I like to keep it low key, just watch TV chill on the couch you know <laughs> i'm not a very uh social person i don't like yeah. go out and do that much but you know i love just being chill hanging with my friends you know yeah that's cool um can you can you tell us a little bit about nick nastrini so for those who are listening you know you came over with nastrini from the trade mm-hmm. um, i'm talking to him next week actually uh but he's you know i got to watch him in birmingham a lot this year and he seems like he's got a lot going on mm-hmm. what can you tell us based on your time you know knowing him with the dodgers system yeah uh he's a great dude he's one of my closest friends that ever since we got drafted together uh became super close with him and then we kind of worked up through the Dodger system together um but he's one of the guys I hang out with all the time um just such a good dude works hard works his butt off um his like similar to me he he wants to be the best like at each level that he's at and so every day he goes in and you know he he kind of pushes me to be better. I try to do what I can to push him to be better. Um, Cause we, you know, we expect the best out of each other. So super close with him, but he's such a, such a great friend to have um, and such a fierce competitor. Like when he's on the mound, you, you know that you're going to get everything you can out of him. Um, Cause he's just going to go out there and leave it all out in the field and sweat it all yeah. out. So it's fun to watch him pitch. Yeah, that's cool, man. And if you're going to get traded, right, it's a, it's a hard situation, but doing it with the, one of your best friends definitely helps the situation, I'm sure. It's only been a few months, right? But how has been the process of getting to know the rest of your teammates and really just the energy and all the other guys within the White Sox, you know, organization, the ones you've played with so far? It's been a lot of fun. It's pretty cool um, when I got traded over, how, like, how nice and how chill everyone was and, you know, um, as soon as I came over, everyone was super friendly, helping me out with anything I needed, um, getting to know everyone over there. And I would say after about a week, I felt like always like cracking jokes with me, you know, getting here to Arizona and playing with guys that were in Birmingham and meeting them here. It's been super cool. I would say pretty much everyone I've met in the White Sox world so far has been just like such a great personality. Um, definitely a lot of positive vibes around here good culture to be a part of for sure yeah that's awesome we're uh we're excited to see kind of the growth of all the guys that are around your level right now and that you're playing with what is yeah. your uh we'll finish up on this mostly um you know what does the rest of your off season look like you know obviously you're in arizona right now then post arizona um what is what does the rest of your time look like and kind of looking into next year what are you kind of planning towards i'm looking forward to going home for sure going home to tampa and just relaxing for a little bit but um, I'm excited to get back to work and get thrown again, um, thrown off the mound with a, a fresh arm <laughs> kind of, um, and just working towards spring training because, um, you know, obviously a big goal for me, hopefully for to come to spring training and get an invite to big league camp and kind of um, show these coaches that I'm ready to help them out next year, however I can out of the bullpen, however they need me in the in Chicago. So it's kind of the, the goal I have for myself for next year. So I think this off season, just working towards that, whatever I need to do, I'm going to try to show up ready to go. 
Yeah, we were, I was just going to say, you know, where I think a lot of people are are hoping to see you in the major leagues um, in 2024. And I I definitely myself am hoping to see that. So we uh, we wish you the best of luck and we appreciate you uh, coming on and getting to share a little bit about yourself yeah. with fans. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me.